Welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Marl, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Marl Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. Hello! For the last episode of Series 2, we're honestly discussing our difficulty in understanding how the act of letting go can help us achieve what we truly desire. Oh yes, please tell me. <laughs> Give me the answers to this question. Oh, I really want to know. <laughs> I do know where we've gone, but I kind of want to know where we've gone. Where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> but first, how have we been failing this week? My failure this week is kind of a joint one, so well done, Mal. You get to yes. this week. <laughs> oh, I'm so pleased with myself. Yeah. Hold um, a minute while I just brush my shoulders down here. <laughs> but it did start off as a success, to be fair. It did. We decided we were going to Marie Kondo the house. Oh, yeah. I think everybody has decided to Marie Kondo the house at some point yeah. in their life. <laughs> And, I feel like that's a thing. Um, our decision came a few weeks ago, and we set off like jumping right into the deep end. We wanted to get this thing done. Yes, and we started off fairly with a fairly easy task of sorting out our clothes, the clothes in our chest of drawers. Yeah, and we did a beautiful job. Can I just say? Yeah, we do say so ourselves. Yeah, it was beaut. We arranged all of our clothes in all of our drawers into colour gradient. I cannot tell you how happy this makes me. <laughs> My eyes like sing every <laughs> yeah. time I open and the drawer. And it ke- makes me more motivated to keep it that way because it makes me so happy yes. to open the drawer and yes, see it like completely. laid out. Yeah. I, if I put, now if I put a cardigan in the wrong in the wrong place or just dumped it in there, yeah. I'd be like, no, it doesn't look it as doesn't nice. It doesn't good. So that was a ringing success, but the failure has been that we have now failed to continue Marie Kondoing the rest of the house. (laughs) Even just our wardrobe, our wardrobe was the next logical step. The next logical step was, and you know, just all the clothes just like lying around our bedroom. Yeah, uh, because we have too many clothes to fit into their receptacles. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to be fair, we are sharing quite a small wardrobe. But yeah, because it's so difficult to get the clothes in, they end up on the floor and it's a whole big mess. Yeah. So we failed to continue the good start we made. Yes. So um, often the way, it feels like this is a pattern for us. It is a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on from the pattern <laughs> before we go into deeper, more psychological stuff. And this turns into a therapy session for yeah. us. <laughs> um yes let's move on to my second failure of the week um this was really recent this was yesterday um we were making pancakes 
Jan Let me just yes, <laughs> but let me just set the scene. Um, it was a Sunday, and on a Sunday we normally make a nice Sunday breakfast with our mum, and we have a really nice pot of tea, and it's normally our mum is making pancakes because yeah. she has got the pancake making process down. She is like master pancake. She is the queen of making pancakes, like those really thin, kind of crepey yeah. style pancakes. Um, and she just like swishes it round the really heavy cast iron pan. We have a cast <laughs> iron frying pan, and she'll just dollop in three tablespoons of pancake mixture and then swish it around the pan. <laughs> And it's suddenly like this perfect, perfect round pancake. Thin pancake. Thin pancake. <laughs> anyway, mum was ill yesterday. Oh no. So Abra and I had to reluctantly step up to the plate. <laughs> Hashtag living at home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, now... When Abra and I normally make pancakes, we normally end up making the kind of American-style fat pancakes because we just can't do the thin pancakes. But we thought, no, we're never going to learn if we don't try. Yes. So this is very logical. Yeah, let's just try and do this. Anyway, the first, literally, we made the batter and the first pancake I poured in... <laughs> even Even as I was t- trying to squish it... T- Swish it. I, I say swish. Swish isn't the right the word in this context. The swishing now. action was not up to scratch. No. <laughs> and it just it went a complete mess. And now this seems like such a trivial little story. But the fact is, like, within seconds of trying to do this pancake mm-hmm. and seeing that it was not going right, I instantly said, I don't like this. This isn't working. I kind of put the pancake down, <laughs> the pancake, the frying pan down on the hob, let it do its thing, flip the pancake. Um, and then after I'd done that, I just kind of walked away. Yeah, you know, I hate making pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, the, the point is, because there is a point to this story, it seems so trivial, but the fact it is, is that it relates to what we were talking about last week about expectations. Yeah. And I wanted to put it out there to you guys to show that we are, you know, still in the midst of struggling with this. We are living this problem. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are not talking about any of these episodes with kind of hindsight. No. <laughs> and letting you know how it is and how you should be doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing for me to kind of admit to you guys that I actually had such a meltdown about making pancakes. <laughs> Come on. But the fact was, I had this expectation in my mind, this vision in my mind of how lovely our Sundays normally are. <laughs> yeah. We have a really nice, we get kind of, get up kind of late-ish. Mum makes really nice pancakes. Abra and I make a really nice pot of tea. We get out the bone china tea cup. Yeah, we get out some really nice bone china, chinaware. Um, we set the table, which is like the only time it's not covered in artwork yeah. <laughs> and art materials. Um, we sit down and we, yeah, just we'll spend kind of a couple of hours at the table just talking and eating nice food and drinking all the tea. Yeah. And this had been the vision. This is what I was expecting to have this Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then 
it started getting a bit stressful making the pancakes. Yeah. And I realised, A, that this was going to be stressful. Yeah. And B, that the pancakes are not going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and in the process of losing my mind about this and just having a complete meltdown, I could... I, kind of stood I could I could stand back from the situation I told myself Mar this is exactly what you were talking about in your last episode Mm. stop it this is about this is solely about expectation and you know how we were saying you just need to get a bit of perspective on it (laughs) (laughs) you just need to stand back and realize why you're feeling this way it's not because the pancakes are going bad it's because you had expectations of how this was going to go and it's not going the way you thought it was going to go that's why you're having this meltdown. But I could not, I just couldn't pull myself out of it. Yeah. And I was just, well, useless. I made the tea, but Abra heroically took on pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and may I just say, just didn't do a better job of it. But just stayed relatively more calm. <laughs> Apart from the odd times I like turned around and was like, I'm never doing this with you again now. <laughs> Uh, oh god yeah i went down a deep deep rabbit hole there and i think what it shows is that a it is a lot harder than us just saying oh you just need to step back like you say like that's sometimes impossible when you're in that situation completely but i also think that you have made the first step in that you could recognize where the emotions were coming from even though you couldn't pull yourself out of it and so, like with making the p- pancakes, it's like practice. Yeah. So, you're not going to be perfect at pulling yourself out of it the first time. Yeah. Oh, I like where this is going. <laughs> the pancakes are like the perfect metaphor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the next time you make the pancakes, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be a little bit better. And you're yes. going to get the, like, the perfect outcome a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Wow, I love where that ended. <laughs> And I think that moves us smoothly on to our our success of the week. Yes. Not in subject matter, but no, just in, in success in terms. successfulness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, this is a joint success. Yes. But it was, in a turn of fate, actually our failure last week. Yes, a complete role reversal. Yeah. Because last week we mentioned to you guys that there were several competitions that we had thought about entering, um, had 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 all good intentions of entering, and then had managed to talk ourselves out of entering. And we were feeling a bit down about that. We were just feeling like, oh, we failed. Yeah. And talking about it on this podcast made us realise how much we (laughs) we had let that failure happen. We were just silly. Yeah. But then, literally, after recording that episode, I logged onto my Instagram, and the AOI, who I was mentioning, run a yearly illustration awards competition mm-hmm. thing, um, had posted, so it was literally the first thing I saw when I logged onto Instagram, that they had extended the deadline by another week. Oh my god. And I took it as a sign, guys. 
that we had to enter direct from the universe. And the universe had sent a message <laughs> saying, Well, and Abba, you're so silly, we're giving you another chance. Yes. <laughs> You've realised your mistake, thank God. Here you go. And so we put all our doubts to the side that we've yeah. been talking about last week and just did it. And the reason, because last week this just came up as my failure but the reason it's a joint success is that we've entered it together because um it was a collaborative project Mm -hmm. that we worked on that we entered into the competition anyway you'll be glad to know that we turned a failure into a success for once in our lives (laughs) it can happen (laughs) we need to hold this up as a gleaming example a gleaming example exactly now you know (laughs) i've entered it Still with the same niggling doubts and that I was having last week when I talked to you about it. Same niggling doubts of, you know, there's no way I can win, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I think in this instance, it's the actual entering yeah. that's the success. And that's yes. the way you've got to look yeah. at it. For us, at this moment, just even entering yeah. and throwing our hat in the ring is a success. Feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Absolutely, as our dearly beloved Susan Jeffers would say. (laughs) Shall we move on to our main topic of the episode? Yes, let's. We've talked about that for long enough. Yeah. Um, Which is about letting go. Yes. And now, this always seems like the biggest paradox in the entire world. To suggest that... Letting go of an idea um, or the idea of that you have in your mind that is the thing that you want the most in the world, mm-hmm. that letting I, blah, blah, letting go of that idea is some way the most powerful way of having it manifest in your life. Oh my God. I mean, how can that be true? I mean, I, I, just, I can't even get the words out properly to <laughs> describe that thing. I just fundamentally do not understand that concept. <laughs> I've heard it, like, I've heard, I, I hear it so, so, from so many people, yeah. so many different places. <clears throat> um, and now we're talking about this. This is, this is quite, like, a kind of spiritual concept, or that's how we've come across this idea of letting go. Absolutely. When we've um, looked, done, done courses on, you know, positive thinking or, um, yeah, the kind of manifesting. Mm-hmm. Manifesting, I was going to say, um, yeah. Abundance courses yeah or some meditation courses yeah exactly that's always that's where we've mostly come across this concept but it's said from multiple sources yes and it's just i just find it really hard to like just to get my head around my head around yeah how how can this be true wanting something and getting to the point where you don't need it anymore, like, you let it go. And then, at that point, it comes to you. Yeah. What? But it's like, but at that point, I've let it go. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and just trying to practice that. It's like, even if I have something in my head that I really want, I'm like, I'm going to try and let this go. Yeah. I'm going to work at this. And I work at it, and I let, I kind of get to that point where I'm like, oh, Hang on a minute. I think I've, I think I've let that go. I've totally let this <laughs> yeah. one go. I don't need this to happen anymore. And that is the point where this little thought comes unbidden into your head. 
going, oh, good. Now you've let that go. That will probably happen for you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Back to square one. Yeah, no, I didn't let I that, didn't one <laughs> that one go. There's this little gleeful voice. Yeah. shows up going, <laughs> it's good, good job, good job. Um, so why are we talking about this then? Yeah, it basically sounds impossible and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't even believe in this thing. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is where it really ties into um, our last episode about expectations mm-hmm. and also the episode before um, about making plans for the sure. future. Um, in, in fact, particularly the, the episode were about making plans for the future and we were really talking about um, the idea of instead of holding our desires like they're like the, the plans, holy grail... Yeah. Yes. Um, and, like, they're just like the, the... You either touch it and hold it in your hands or it's nothing. So instead of having that as your... The framework for your um, your life... Yeah. Or your desires, have it instead... Like, letting them go just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And allowing the possibility of a different outcome or... or happening in a different way yeah like that's kind of the important way to frame yes the letting go process yeah yes which is what we also mentioned in our previous episode yes which is great plus letting go i think is a big part of doing the good fail it is because we not only need to learn how to find a positive perspective on failure yes um we also need to practice letting go of our some of our tightly held beliefs about success. Yeah, definitely that focus that we have, like you say, on, yes. on finding the hope. Yeah, now. yeah. But how do we do that? We wish we knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, this this really is like something that we're in. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. This is really difficult for us, and it, it is because, like we just said, our image of success is almost, in a way, more inflexible than how we view failure. Yes, <clears throat> and it's so. I think because success is such a, it's such got such positive connotations. I think it's hard for me to really understand how I need to change my, yeah, my attitude towards it. Whereas failure, it's so easy to kind of. Oh, that's a negative thing. I've got to work out how to how to change that into something positive. positively. Yeah. Um, with success, it just got that it's it's got that aura of oh, this is something good and positive. Like I shouldn't need to to do anything. Yeah, and I think that's a that. lot to do with our culture. Yeah, because it's such a success driven culture. Exactly. Um, but maybe you know this is a good place to start. I think it. I think it's a. I think fundamentally. It is the it is the place to start knowing um, acknowledging that drive that we have to succeed yeah exactly knowing what we want to succeed at most yeah and what success looks like to us yeah um, I think that's the first step to letting it go yes we don't know maybe how to let it go but we know that we need to start with yeah. knowing that we need to let it go, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, for instance, um, for ourselves, we, I think it was fairly recently recognised that monetary success 
was a big deal for us. Like that held a lot of um, maybe deeper issues that we had, mm-hmm. but just also just held a lot of ourselves. Like we were placing a lot of pressure on um, on monetary success and how that would make us feel so much better and yeah and all yeah. that. And if we hadn't acknowledged that. I mean, how can you how can you let that go yeah. if you haven't already acknowledged that? That's yeah, a, and also um, one thing that I found extremely powerful was realizing that I wanted outside recognition for mm-hmm. my work. It's like I didn't just want to be a creator, and I wanted I wanted people from the outside to give me that. Um, confirmation that I was doing good and that I was talented yeah like that's just something that I just hold up really kind of to the lofty heights and like that's what I aspire yes yes and I think to have that recognition yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm jump in there because I had a little thought but I'll let you finish Um, yes all I was going to say is like it's quite it's quite freeing to acknowledge that to actually say that out loud and accept that that's something inside me. Yes. That I really that I really want. Yes. Because, which is what my point was going to be. Yeah. You bled in nicely. <laughs> <laughs> is that it can, the, I think the reason it's freeing is because it's actually, it can be something that you don't acknowledge. Because it is it's quite painful to acknowledge mm-hmm. that there's a part of yourself. Because we've both come to realise that part of ourselves that wants the outside acknowledgement yeah. is because we can't give that to ourselves. Yeah. You know, like, I find it really difficult to tell myself that I'm doing a good job or that I've done anything well. Yeah. And so I crave that from out the outside. And I think um, in my, you know, untrained <laughs> kind of in psychology state, yeah. <laughs> I feel like... That is one of the reasons I so much crave this outside approval. Sure. And what I'm doing, like someone else telling me I'm doing a good job because I can't, I can't say that to myself. Um, and so making that, making that kind of honest assessment of yourself can be really painful. And a lot mm. of the time, and for a long time for me and you, I mm. think, that kind of stay, stayed hidden. And yeah. We wouldn't necessarily want to acknowledge it. No. But kind of bringing it out into the open for ourselves is completely liberating yeah and just being really clear on that oh yeah that is what I want yeah and yeah making that a thing I think and acknowledging that part of yourself is yeah very liberating yeah and then in terms of knowing what you want to succeed at um I think it might sound silly like oh knowing what you want to succeed you know if you want to like you've always known you want to be an artist mm. or like you want to yeah. succeed in that field. I think for me that that was quite difficult to acknowledge that I wanted to succeed at acting mm. because I felt I felt that that I was kind of somehow if I said that out loud people would think I was somehow deluded. Yeah, because so many people want to act and like hardly anybody gets anywhere with it. Yeah. Um and it was quite left field because no one in my family has done any acting before. Yeah, I um, think that was part of it because we grown up um, in surrounded a lot by art. Yeah, mum and dad had always taken us to art exhibitions. Yeah, both of them had had kind of artistic aspirations when they were younger. Yeah, 
Um, so I think I'd, like one of our aunts was an artist, yeah. is an artist still. And so, you know, we've kind of grown up with that idea of that is something you could do. Yeah. But no one, like you say, in our family had been in acting. So it just seemed completely what you can do that. Yeah, exactly. And for a long time, I didn't ever really see it as anything other than a kind of pipe dream. Yeah. Um, and then it became really difficult to acknowledge. So I understand that sometimes sometimes it's even hard to really to really be able to say out loud what you most want to succeed at. Yeah. And I think it is important to make that realization and accept that accept that within yourself and you know yeah. get to that point where you can say it out loud and kind of yeah, articulate yeah. it and make steps towards it. Yes. Equally, it doesn't have to be the, like this long, torturous process to realise what you want no. to succeed at. Yeah, you might just be like, yeah, I want to succeed at that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but really, how do we do that even? <laughs> yeah. How do we let go of this thing that we've just acknowledged is the thing that we want the most yeah. in the entire universe? Yeah, we've got to that point where we've gone... We want all the money and we yeah. want the outside accolades and we want to succeed at acting. Yeah. Now how do we let how do we let that go? <laughs> the struggle is real yes. and it's with us on an almost daily basis. It is. And I think, okay, maybe the maybe the only true truly true way of um of letting go of that super clarified idea of success that we have got we've got going there is to is to actually get to that point of of having that amazing success of reaching it <laughs> yeah of reaching like that. that that massive goal <laughs> and then and then realizing that living in a state of perpetual perpetual clarified success is totally in, unsustainable yes I only have one example of kind of semi-reaching that. Yeah. Um, because it does almost... When you say that, I mean, it does almost sound impossible to reach that state. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I did when I was at university, which I think I said on more than one occasion is a long time ago now. <laughs> yeah. um, and we don't have to dwell on it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say <laughs> that I got to the end of third year and I ended up getting a first. Hmm for my three years of hard work which i mean was it's like it's like the pinnacle of university is to get through that's what you're working for isn't it like the whole to reach perfection of a university degree yeah is to go through the whole thing and then get the highest accolade you can get out of it it and be like yeah and i and i got a first and i got yeah um, and I also got an award for my dissertation as well. So I was like, yeah, flying high. <laughs> um, and it seems obviously when you come out of the university world, it seems like a very small achievement. But, you know, if for that three years, like that is what you're working yeah. towards. And then you get to the end and you actually get, you actually achieve. I, I actually achieved that. Yeah. And I can tell you now, I did not feel overwhelming elation. No. I did not stand there and go, this is what I've been working towards and I've achieved it mm. and now I feel great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh, how did that happen? 
And then the other thing is that when you're working towards that, um, you think that once you do achieve it, mm-hmm. you, in your imagination, you think, well, I'm set then for life. <laughs> I'll, I'll get, you know, I'll reach the pinnacle yeah. of a uni- your university career. And then you step out, like, you know, you step off the edge of the cliff. Yeah. And there'll be something there waiting to catch you. Yeah. And it will take you off to a world of successful illustrating yeah. um, career. And it doesn't. Like, you carry on falling. I, and we've completely, totally, 100% mentioned this. We have. I'm trying In to remember it, which episode um, now. We're talking about those dips and troughs. Sure. Sure. Uh, yes. This, exactly uh, the same yeah. thing. Um, so it's kind of... It's just it's just a moment. It's always just a moment, and you you work you kind of like working so hard towards. And I think one one thing is that probably these moments happen a lot more regularly than we think. Yeah, but actually we don't recognise it because we're looking for all the fireworks and the the glory. Exactly, um, which just weren't there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're not there, and so you kind of almost bypass them. And so maybe there's an element of being able to just appreciate those moments but also acknowledge that they're only going to be moments and yeah. that afterwards you know other bad stuff or you know the troughs are gonna come. yeah exactly yeah um and but, the, but then also then the other side of that is when these really the rare moments come where you can you're like this feels as good as i thought it was going yeah. to like this yeah. is just totally awesome and amazing is then to also realize that they're that uh, after that moment, you're probably going to go back to feeling like you're not a success. Yeah. Like, that's no. not... It's not sustainable. Yeah, like it's not saying. sustainable yeah. to stay in that state of being like, this is amazing! Yeah. I'm amazing! <laughs> My life's amazing! Yeah. Everything is perfect! Yeah. Um, that is just not going to continue. Yeah. Um, but kind of... Okay, like, let's just put that aside because in a way... Like the idea of just being in that state, even for that tiny moment, seems almost <laughs> too unreal. Yeah. Like I can't. That seems like yeah. How how do I even get there no, at this know. point? Yeah, we don't know. So let's just like put that aside for a second. Um, and if we ever get there and can realize that that isn't going to last, then all well and good. That's We've great. set ourselves up well. Yeah. But okay. To let go of the idea of that success yeah. that we're working towards and makes us feel like we're failing in every other moment of our yeah. lives because we haven't achieved it. Um, I think we need to we need to really confront the idea of a hundred percent failing to ever reach that le- that level mm-hmm. of success and accept the outcome. Yeah. Accept that as an outcome. Yeah. That we may never get there. We may never get there or we may go for it and then fail. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, exactly. There's just, just like, like... is the, the point where you can just not even try and wrangle some kind of... Well, I, I kind of got there, not how <laughs> I expected to, but it was, you know... Yeah. Just like, just imagine 100% failing. And I think when you get to the point where you can... Ex- Accept that that, accept that as an outcome, then I think you're probably some way to letting go the idea of 
that really clarified success. Right. So there's a a story from um or that I saw on a YouTube video which someone um, a good friend of ours passed on to us saying how oh, I think you might be interested mm. in this talk um, by a guy called I hope I'm pronouncing this right Vishen Lakiani who has set he runs um, I you might have heard of it Mind Valley mm-hmm. which is um I don't really know all the ins and outs of it but anyway it publishes a lot of kind of spiritual books and yeah. kind of self-help books and things like that along with doing conferences and newsletters and yeah, yeah all sorts anyway he was giving a talk about some of his own um failures throughout his career um, and the talk itself is called the four rules of life that change your view of everything um so i think if you type that into youtube you'll yeah. find it but also we'll link it in our show notes uh, anyway, the bit that stuck out to me in this whole talk, where he talks about some really great stuff, mm. but the, the bit that stuck out to me was at one point he said that he had can't, somehow had come to the realisation that if he completely failed, lost all his money, became homeless and was living on the streets, he could survive that and be okay. Yeah. Wow. And that then gave him no fear to try the things that he wanted to do. Yeah. Because he didn't fear failure because he knew he could survive it. Um, And that was very striking to me. One, because I do doubt whether I can survive (laughs) that kind of failure. Yeah. (laughs) Not in terms of physical survival, but just mental survival. Yeah. Um, In terms of thinking, if I was in that situation... How do I rebuild from that? How would I rebuild yeah, from that? I, would, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be... Anyway, if you're interested in that, go and check it out. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It's a very... that <laughs> That's just one tiny, tiny little nugget from that talk. Yeah. Um, it's a good it's a good talk, anyway. Um, well, we're going to use that nugget as, a, as a, a point for how you can let go. Exactly. Um, because I think if you realise... If you re- kind of come to that realisation that you can survive it. Yeah, I think prob- probably actually failing, yes. you can see that as a tool to learning to let go. Yes. Because you fail to do something, it may be big, it may be small, it could be just be really small, um, but realising that you've survived it, maybe something that you didn't think you could survive if it actually happened. Yeah. Like Fish and Lakiani. Yeah. And you realise, oh, okay, actually I did survive that yes then yeah. then you can be like oh okay so maybe I could survive a bigger failure or yes yeah because it doesn't have to be as dramatic as you know ending up penniless yeah this can just be a small fail yeah but that builds your confidence you realize oh I I can get over that yeah that didn't knock me for six and leave me without any with any without anything yeah um yes so finding out and discovering that success can be slippery. I think is so often I think of success is like set in stone, like this one thing that I can achieve or then not achieve. Yeah. I don't achieve it. 
Um, and instead, if if you if I kind of think of it more as like slippery, like water, like yeah, um, transmutable and changeable, yeah. Um, then then we can come open to the possibility of finding success in unexpected places. Yes, exactly. That's so right. So true. So true. So what can we conclude from all this then? I think first of all, I should say that for us, mm-hmm. I think letting go is like literally going to mean setting fire to it and wrenching it from our charred fingers. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've been holding on to our vision of success. Blah. Yeah. Oh. It's like it is it is not going to be easy. No. For us. No. And we hope it's going to be easier for you. Yes. We do not wish charred <laughs> fingers on anyone. <laughs> but I think that is going to have to be <laughs> our method. Um and I think we need to remember that it's not about letting go of what we really desire. It's not about letting go of me saying, okay, I'm just going to let go of being an actor. That's yeah. never going to happen, or maybe it will, but um, not how I want it to. I think it's yeah. not letting go of that, which can make you turn quite bitter. Yes. Um not saying that from experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally not me, guys. Um, uh, and it, it, no, but it, this is kind of a realization that I've also got to make myself. I don't think I've really truly understood this concept, but I don't think it's about that. I think it's about letting go of um, how we, our vision of how it finds us. Yeah. And I think allowing it to come at us from a different angle is, is maybe the key. Yeah, that's totally right. And what you're saying about not uh, letting not letting go in the sense of letting go of the dream and allowing yourself to get bitter about it because mm. it's never going to happen. Yeah, because I think this is where I struggle to differentiate what it means. Sure, because it's quite easy to go, oh, what they mean is. Okay, for instance, you were saying about acting. Mm. Let go of the dream of acting. Okay, I'm going to let go. I'm not going to do anything about that because I've let go of it. Yeah. And I'm just going to end up, you know, working working in a supermarket or working in a local cafe or waiting tables or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Um, and maybe the opportunity will come to me to do acting, but probably it won't. Yeah, you know, and I'm just going to completely let go and not do anything about it. I think it's not about letting go to that extent. <laughs> yeah, it, I think yeah, that's really important to mention. Yeah, that, I think because that's or just kind of to round that point home. Yeah, that it's not about letting go of the desire so completely that you that you don't do anything that you just let it burn and die. Yeah. And then years to come, in years to come, you'll regret that you just kind of let the ball drop. Yeah. Um, it's about still pursuing that goal. Yeah. But being open to the opportunities that may come a little bit disguised. Yes, exactly that. So so that it's... Well, yeah, like we've been saying the whole episode, kind of letting go of the idea of success. That one, one, yeah, one holy grail. Yeah. Great. What is our recommendation for this week? This week, our recommendation is 
maybe something that um, you'll think, we think, would have kind of suited our episode about expectations because we do always like to give recommendations that somehow relate yeah to our episode yeah um having said that i've we've said in over the last few episodes of the series that we really feel like they're all quite interlinked yeah so uh i don't feel this completely is, yeah. left field to this say completely out of place yeah exactly to have this as our recommendation but i just thought i'd give that a little uh, intro <laughs> yeah in case you then went uh why are you recommending this? yeah exactly um so this is a little fun quiz you can all take yeah it's uh, a little fun one for the end of the yeah series. exactly yeah. Should, you, should you say desire gretchen rubens has uh, the four tendencies quiz that you can take. Yes. Um, and maybe you, Mal, you're the one who came across this. Did you want to kind of... This was a recommendation for me. And um, actually, Gretchen Rubin has written a book where she explains what her theory is around the four tendencies. Yeah. Um, but I guess to summarise um, from my understanding of it, because I haven't read the book, I've only done this quiz. Yes. But my understanding is, from what I've read, uh, what I have read, is that um, she's come up with a theory of how we, personally, each of us, respond to inner and outer expectations. Right. Um, And um, she has come up with four, there are four ways that you may do that. Mm -hmm. And so it's really a way of gaining an insight into yourself. Yeah. Um, doing this quiz and also reading the book which I should go and do but I haven't done yet Um, but doing the quiz is a way of kind of gaining a a little bit of an insight into how you you do manage and react to expectations which is exactly what we've been talking about Um, and we've been saying you know this is how we relate to expectations (laughs) and it's through then knowing that that's how you react you can then uh, work with your tendencies yes um to either overcome them or just to know how best to deal with them when they when they come up and then how yeah. to mot- motivate yourself exactly like how how you can actually deal with other situations because you understand how you are yeah which is another thing we're always going on about good exactly fail. so understand yeah. yourself this has come up at the perfect time and i think taking the quiz is a great intro into that whole into the gretchen rubens ideas I, I think so i mean yeah i kind of want to go on and read the book exactly now, yeah quiz, yeah so <laughs> it'll we'll probably be recommending the book in another series or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but anyway we thought as well you know doing a quiz is quite a fun way to end the show so. it is and it's like it's not hard it takes a few minutes and then you get like a whole um little breakdown of yeah what it means when you when you get your answer yeah exactly and i think you you'll get i think you get an email thing as well yeah um so that you can keep that keep that on hand for when you can't remember yeah what it's been said um yeah i think that's it again as always i mean either search the four tendencies quiz or we'll be linking it in we'll, our show notes. we will be and I will say what's coming up in our next episode. Yeah, but with the full expectation that there is no answer to that. <laughs> because this is the uh, season two finale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 
is so dramatic. We're not hang- leaving it hanging on a cliffhanger. No, or anything. we haven't killed anybody <laughs> off suddenly and unexpectedly. Um, there have been no sudden reveals. No. But it is the end of the series. It We're taking is. a break. With no um, definite date of when we're going to start up series three, but know that it is coming. The expectation that you may have (laughs) and you may continue to possess is that we will be back. We will. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do the Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. (laughs) Um, Shall we leave it there? Yeah. Yeah, let's leave it there. Um, have a good few weeks, months, yeah, without us. I won't say years. It's not going to be that long. No, we are going to be back quicker than quick. Yes. And thanks for listening. Stay tuned. And if you miss us, you know, really miss us, go back to the beginning of series one and listen to it all again. Yes. And just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the Good Fail podcast, then you can find us on these other platforms. Abra is on Instagram at Pretty Messy Official. And you can find Merle on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Merle Made Tales. And online at www.merlemadetales.com. Together, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Good Fail. And we're also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash The Good Fail. If The Good Fail speaks to your soul and you feel like you just get it, then why not consider joining our community over on Patreon, where you can get to know us more as creators and help us make more of these podcasts. Plus, find great extra content and possibly even get to listen to each new episode of The Good Fail a whole 48 hours before anyone else. Join us again on The Good Fail and thanks for listening.